Get your money, man. Get your bread up. Gotta do for yourself. Now you fed up. Get your study on. All praise be to God. Stay red up. I never let up. Everyone that I'm around already know what I'm about. Build heaven on earth. Gotta catch up Elijah Muhammad Muhammad Ali. Sir, come back on Now, man, what about me? Alright, what's going on? Welcome to Brother Ben X TV. Today we got a special guest, uh, Brother Trey Inks. So Trey first Inks. of all, uh, we want to know who is Trey Inks. Man, Trey Inks is a local Dallas rapper, straight out of Texas, born and raised, Oak Cliff raised. Been doing this shit, man, since I was 12 years old. So how long? Uh, well, you just said it. So 12 <laughs> years old. What uh, What got you into rapping? Really, I was a basketball player. I was more into like street life, but. Cause it was basically like a little swapper thing. I like to play basketball. He liked to rap, so he taught me how to rap. I taught him how to play basketball, and I ended up taking off with it. But he still do it here and there. But at the same time, I done met so many celebrities, and they tell me to keep pushing. Or oh, I feel like it's a lot of people out there pushing that ain't really got no talent, but they grind work make up for that. So at the same time, I feel like there ain't nothing I can't do. Yeah, see, I used to hoop too. See, I didn't even know you used to hoop. So did you stop hooping because uh, you was too short or what? Nah, I just stopped hooping because that music started taking off all them girls, being on the radio, all that, that too much. Now, with the, uh, I actually seen your song today, the, uh, what is it, Swag? What's it, what's it called? Stats? Which one? Full Girl Stats? Yeah, Full Girl Stats. Um, you was talking a lot about the women and the women's swag, and you was really talking something positive about the women. What made you go that route instead of following all the everybody else who pretty much degrade all of the women? Really, that was just like basically like a little club girl, girl, little lady anthem. That's all that really was. It just came up from messing with females, but at the same time, my music, if you listen to my music, my music just based around my real life. Everything I go through, everything I see, anything that's around me just period. That's all I rap about. I ain't trying to be nobody. I ain't trying to meet with nobody. None of that. Yeah, I noticed that in your music, it was more realistic. Matter of fact, let's go through some of these lyrics. Do you know how it feel to call for a ride when you ain't got no wheels? To fall on your fan when you can't pay the bills? Trying to scratch up a dollar? You ain't got no meal. Now, for me, those lyrics suck in on me because I remember back in high school, I went to DeSoto too. And I remember that time I didn't have no car yet, and I used to always depend on somebody to come give me a ride. And yeah. <laughs> now they gonna come give me to go to the gym. And then just recently, you know, as a man being the provider, trying to pay all the bills, you might come up short sometime. Maybe my mama might have to throw you something. So that's where it sets in for me. But break down and give a visual of what that means for you and your life. My life, really. When I came up with that song, I was in the studio. I was trembling when I was rapping that song. But I said to like I'm talking to you. But I had a tremble in my voice, like I just felt like it was just some real ass shit. So the next day I went to the studio, I dropped it. I had my partner of Skinny Three that's singing on the song. But at the same time, when I was writing the song, it was just coming straight off the mind. I ain't had time to think of what I was gonna put for the next line. It was just flowing. So, I mean, that's every every everything. If you listen to lyric by lyric, you you'll see that in my everyday life. So it ain't nothing made up. Yeah, and that's the kind of rappers that really I like to push out because a lot of people be rapping about all these cars and money they really don't have, and you kind of rent that Devin the Dude rap uh, route. I remember Devin the Dude, he made a song about his Cadillac being broke down yeah. and how he had but to a lot stop put water in it. That's people, real. A lot of people won't rap, rap about their Cadillac being broke down or mm -hmm. they can't pay rent or... They riding the Crown Vicks, really ain't in no bins. I ain't finna rap about no bins if I ain't riding in right. the bins. The records that you might heard in the past when I was talking about I was in the bins, 
that's probably when I was in the Benz. I ain't in that no more. So if I'm in the Crown Vic, I'm in the Honda, that's what you're going to hear me rap about. But I'm going to make that Honda look good. A lot of people ain't going to put that real music out there because they don't want to feel bad or their fans might not accept it. Because they used to, oh, you in the Benz or when you come around, you in Versace or when you come around, you doing this. Nah, I'm going to tell you how it is. My fans going to sell me for who I am. So if I ever fall down, that's who you still got. So is that how is that just how you was raised, or is that just some principle that you stand on, stand real? Because I see a lot of people they talk about the bins and the cars, but for me, I always thought, well, if you just rap about how you really living, if you rap about the Cadillac broke down, more people can relate to yeah. that because we ain't come yeah, from no reason. Of, they yeah, a lot, a lot of people got that. broke down Cadillac, yeah. so I mean, when I, everything I speak, it ain't nothing, nothing made up. If it's made up, I'm gonna let you know on the song. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna take credit for it, but at the same time, I ain't finna rap about something I don't got. Now your name is uh, Trey Inks, but that's the Facebook name. Is that because you do tattoos? What all do you do besides rapping as well? Well, it started from rapping. I was a little trade in, and I got tired a little, but I'm still a little, so it still categorized me under that name. But at the same time, Trey Inks was just a catchy name that came from tattooing, from transitioning. I, music fell out for a little bit. My label had got locked up in the feds, so. It was only me and my partner out of like 17 people that made it from not going to the feds. So at the same time, it's like, do you want this money? You still lower these people or everybody gonna go? Who gonna stay out and hold it down? So they left us two out. Everybody else, they went. Now, are you able to talk about your label part? Uh, I don't wanna speak too much on it because you know, that shit bites you in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna get into- um... I mean, it's certain, certain stuff I can say. I mean, it's certain stuff I ain't gonna say though. You know, now, just because I don't have people criticize it from the outside. So how did the label just, how did it all fall down? Like, what happened? Really from having too much money. A lot of people hating, a lot of family throwing salt in the game. When he blessing everybody game, to be real. Right. You ain't paying for nothing, so. Uh, have you ever heard of Donald Mr. Lewis Farrakhan? I'm pretty sure you have from following yep. me on Facebook. Um, Young Thug had met with him uh, before the Million Man March. And he gave a message to all the rappers. He was talking to P. Diddy, the game, and a whole bunch of Ice Cube, all of those rappers. And he was basically saying that the uh, that the rappers are the new leaders. And what he was explaining was that the rappers have more followers than the preachers and all the pastors right now. So that makes them the leaders. And when he was recently on a Breakfast Club, uh, this is what he said. He said, I was with brother Snoop Dogg, and I was telling my brother how you rappers are the new leaders. The rapper doesn't think he's a leader, but he got followers all over the world. The biggest preachers don't have as many followers as one rapper. I mean, the biggest preachers don't have as many followers as one rapper. How can we get you to rap intelligence and through the music, through the lyrics on a good beat to start to open the people's minds? Our people want to do better if they are showing better. So what's your, um, you know, whole outlook on that? Basically, everything that I speak. I mean, every, at the same time, he ain't saying nothing wrong because that is right. A lot of people trying to mimic. A lot of people, really, the environment, how it's going on right now, a lot of people carrying guns, not because the gun law legal, but because they see certain rappers carrying these choppers in videos, or they see them carrying this or carrying this. Most of them rappers ain't carrying that every day. Mm -hmm. It's just a image for money. That's all it is. But when you get on that camera and you speak that real talk, you tell them go to school, not just saying go to school because you're in front of a camera. Go to school when you're on the streets. Go to school when you see them over here. I mean, it's stuff you gotta stay stay on top of. It ain't it ain't no acting with that. Right. You can't act and do that. It ain't gonna work. Now, what are some things you have done uh, with your music? I know you said you've been on BET, MTV, trying to go go into detail on how how all that happened. Uh, my first song was with Chameleon. It really basically came up from 
being young, just going hard on the mic. One of my partners from New Orleans had linked up with him in the studio in New Orleans, and he called me over. He was like, hey, I got this song with Comedian. I put him on my beat. He produced the beat and all that, but I was so young, my business wasn't right, so songs was going everywhere. This going over here, so no telling where that song get on the reel. After that, I met another label called, well, they wasn't a label. It was some managers called Evelina Monroe and uh, I forgot the other manager's name. It was so long ago. But they made a group after me, and they started, uh, they added Lil Runny. It was another uh, rapper. Lil Runny out of Dallas? Yeah. It was another rapper from uh, Arlington named Mr. 903. And it was another group on the label. But I was the main artist they was pushing. They worked for 97.9 to K104. So my rap, my song, Full Girl Stats, was getting in rotation. Yeah, I heard that song for back a minute. in And then after that, me and Runny started collabing on the mixtape. We didn't get the finish because we were still like, indie local like before he started blowing up mm -hmm. and then after that i met another label named uh big time records but we wasn't really just messing with them they out of dallas but they were just behind us on promo another song called and love the squad had got on the radio and we had a song called lean with it after that i started messing with the label that i, I ain't signed with but we was based on loyalty so it was like we signed with our words but at the same time we had moved to a mansion in lake ridge with. Now this life we got, I can talk about because we riding in Maybachs, riding in Porsches and all that, and I got pictures and stuff for that. We still got tour buses and a whole bunch of stuff put up, but we can't really touch it because of the situation that's going on now. So that's how really Tattoo came involved because that was the next hustle. I can easily go rob somebody. That's the easiest thing to do, go get the money. That's how you get it. Right. So and go into I, detail on how you was driving all these Maybachs and all that. All right, I wasn't driving them, but shit, I was in the passenger <laughs> seat. I was too young to drive, but my big bro who was on the me shit, he was driving them bitches. I was right in the passenger seat. We mm. hit the club every night. They might chunk 50000 just because, but at the same time, we can't trip because it ain't our money. Right. Go out, give turkeys away, give about 5,000 turkeys away in South Dallas because that's where his hood was. We'll go to everybody's hood and do it like that. We hit TV, ESPN, VH1. We hit so many stations at one time because around that time, money was talking. You had money, I ain't going to lie. You had money, money was talking. But at the end of the day, you could pay for what you want, but it's going to be a waste of money if you ain't got fans that's supporting it. So right. you're just putting material out there and you ain't really getting nothing from it. Now, it's a, not a, it's a lot of new people who are out coming out trying to rap out of Dallas, and they really don't understand the business side. A lot of them just doing the rapping the rapping. So going to detail on how you guys was able to pay or have it got to where y'all got business, on ESPN, VH1 and all that. The game's so tricky. We was messing with a lot of people, uh, a lot of artists, big artists like Young Dro. Yo Gotti will call my CEO phone like, hey, Boss, this one I started a group called Boss Squad. He's like, hey, Boss Squad, with you? Such and get on the phone. He'll talk to certain people like, yo, you need to stay at it. D-Chavo, your CEO, yeah, he a good nigga. He gonna look out for y'all, such and such. But we already knew we had the potential. We just didn't have all the money right. But at the same time, a lot of people don't know the business side because you can ask somebody about BDS pins. A lot of people don't know what that is. What is that? How you get paid for your music. Get being registered. It's a whole process. It's more, it's more, way more than that. I got a whole book on it. And you ain't, you ain't gonna remember everything. So when you, when you start something you gotta be ready for what you're gonna finish i mean if it ain't ain't nothing you want to do for a lifetime you might well not do it this is something i do without getting paid or not right so so far as going on vh1 espn y'all had to approach them directly or is it because y'all already had that buzz going and they approached y'all we had the buzz going at the same time they approached us but it wasn't for free mm -hmm. they like what we were doing but we wasn't getting nothing for free right so 
you know, a little money came involved with that. But other than that, I mean, you're going to have to invest in yourself anyway. So you can't really just trip. You're going to make more than that back if you're doing what you're supposed to do. Now, when it comes to building your fan base locally, what are some things that y'all did? I know you just said that y'all gave out turkeys. What are some other things y'all did just to bring around, that buzz around in your the time city? when I when I build up my groundwork? It really was like when Soldier Boy had popped off, cause that's when MySpace was going, Bebo was going, Tag was going. It was a lot of promotional sites that you could promote on, throw your video on, they could download your songs, all that. And really, the the, the favorite one I like is groundwork. I like to get out, pass out CDs, pass out flowers. I don't care how big I am. All money count. Mm-hmm. And what are some things you got going on right now? Are you still making music? Right now, I'm working on this self-made uh, mixtape. I'm trying to get Baby behind it. I'm trying to get some big names behind it because when I, I, I've been waiting so long because I don't want to drop nothing and it don't be what I want it to be. Mm-hmm. But I'm still release songs, real life songs. So at a, at a point, it's going to transition. It might be all trap music right now. Eventually, that it's time for the trappers to try to get on. If you got some money, it's their time to get on right now. Everybody got a time when they gonna strike again. I strike more than three times before, so I already know it ain't guaranteed. But at the same time, I know what you I can, can make do. It, yeah. it, it, it can work again. That real life music might not be playing right now. Then you got some people who like real life music. They just ain't heard it. Or if you ain't flying flashy, they ain't finna listen to it. Right. But when it's trap music transition out. That real life music gonna come back in, and people ain't really gonna be feeling that trap no more. And that real life music might fade out, everybody gonna be on that boogie music again. Then it's time for the boogie people to blow up. I mean, it's a certain time for everybody to do something. It's just then, on your mindset. Just to end off the interview, what are some things that people can be looking forward uh, to when it comes to you? Man, look forward to my name, look forward to trades, the brand, shirts, everything. Anything to do with music, anything to make money, trades in it. And where can people find all your stuff? What's your YouTube name, Instagram, Facebook? How can people follow you? You can just put in Trey Inks on Google, a little Trey on Google, Facebook, Trey Inks, Instagram, Trey Inks, Tattoos, Pearson. Man, it never stops with me. The grind keeps going. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Do it. Do you know how I feel? It called for a 